Today's episode of the Fast Brackets podcast is brought to you by Winlight Bets. Winlight Bets is the fastest gaming action on earth using the fastest motorsport on earth. Go to the Winlight Bets Facebook page, like and follow to be up to date on all the latest information around gaming and your favorite sport, drag racing. Racing capital of the world at the PRI show, the performance racing industry show. Guys, girls, welcome to the show. (laughs) JP Miller, this is not only your birthday week, but it is your first time at PRI. Everybody who has listened to the show, everybody who has listened at one time or another knows my feelings for this show. Tell me you, your first time here at the PRI show. Give me first thoughts, my man. A um, little bit overwhelming. There's so much to see and so many cool people here. Um, I'm having a blast. Um, I've met a lot of cool people, made a lot of great contacts, and it's just great to be here in Indiana doing a podcast live. So um, just if you've never been here and you're in, the, in the, any kind of motorsports racing, this is the place to be in December. Man, t- I'm telling you, right? And so good to have you side by side we've co-hosted the show plenty of times now uh virtually or remotely and now we're doing a side by side i cannot wait and what we have for today uh for our former listeners or if you're new to the show obviously different format today today's format is it's we're just going to roll with it right uh, we're not going to go through set. we have a host of guests that we're excited to bring on the first of which is JB Strong's like, come here. He's right here. Come on. Uh, JB, uh, longtime supporter of the show, friend of the show, so to speak. JB, my man, how are you today? I'm great. Good morning. It's great to see you guys today. Happy to be here. Always good to see you here. You um, you built, and we had you on the show after you built uh, your new dragster. And um, so you've done that. You've kind of shook that thing down. Yes. What brings you back to the show this year? Like, what tweaks are you doing to your car? What's what's the next upgrade on your program? We are just doing the best we can to keep tightening up our nitrous program. We're not changing power adders. We're not changing engine combinations. We're looking at maybe something different in the bell housing this year. Okay. Possibly. That's okay. one of the things we're here for. Uh, but uh, we're here to branch out, look around, see what's new in the market. Have you found anything that you cannot live without? I haven't really found anything I can't live without that might help the car, but I have found some cool stuff for the trailer. Okay, all right. Well, that you know, that's all part of the program, right? And we try to make our life a little bit easier as as we're going to the track and as we're um, either easier or more efficient, one of the two, right? And so, it's, yeah, maybe that's uh, the same one in the same, right? One in the same. That's yeah, absolutely. One of the things, JB, I've always admired about your program as well is you've done a really good job of B2B and really uh, cross-promoting some of your sponsors to 
the rest of the racers and stuff. Um, what's what's new on the forefront for that for I'm you? Glad you brought that up. We're um, we just renewed another two years with Meyer Distributing. Okay. As you know, is a is a large partner for Route 66 RV Group as well as our own dealership. Sure. And supplying all of the things there, we've had we've been able to do some B to B with them at the show too. In fact, yeah. The, the products I'm not going to talk about, but I I noticed <laughs> that I thought it was cool. I did introduce to them. We hope to be placing that with them so we can get it on all these RVs and travel trailers and race trailers. Well, it's such it's such a big part of what we do, right? Is uh, is what people don't understand. What the average person never understands is how much. It takes us just to get to the track. Like the, the cars are one thing, right? And then getting to the track, and um, and you being in the RV business, obviously you have a probably a, a tighter control on that than a lot of people do. Yeah. And it sounds like some good stuff is coming down the pipe. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we also renewed the Equalizer Hitch, which has been a been the hitch of choice on the back of my motorhome and in our dealership for over 15 years. Yep. Absolutely, the safest, best way to tow. And I love uh, I love nothing more than I get a question all the time. How do I do this? What's the right way to do this? And I love nothing more than talk to people about that. So yeah. That partnership's a match made in heaven. Yeah, obviously that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, well, okay, so you've got you tightening up your program on the track. You're you're making it a little smoother um, as you get to the track. Absolutely. You added a family member here recently. We did. I mean, is anything just going the same, JB, or is everything in your world kind of kind of up in the air and different right now? upside down right now. We threw the biggest party ever for the Strasbourg Bohannon wedding. I like it. One for the ages. I like it. I like it. Yeah. And uh, uh, we love Tyler. He's a good kid. He's been in our. He's been in and around our family for. We'll get him on, but we are at the ultimate awning booth right now. So good news for us. We have two dudes that I cannot wait to have on right now. Kellen Farmer, Jeff Melnick, what is up, fellas? What to say, Mr. Rex? How we doing, guys? Hey, Rex. It's great to see you both again. And what I want to say, and it's so important for me to have you guys on because you two have went complete mad scientist on us. You guys have went off the rails with this, and I'm just going to let you tell it. Uh, talk to us about what's been on display here in the quad turbo. That's four, folks. That is four turbos on a top dragster. Well, Alan O'Brien, he came to Russ and he said, I've got, I've got something I want to do, and I want you to make it happen. You know, Russ, Russ said, okay. And he laid it out. He said, I want four turbos on an AMC block with a Liberty transmission in a dragster. I mean, just standard everyday <laughs> stuff, right? Yeah. Just standard everyday. And so then Russ comes to me and says, hey, we got to put four turbos on an AMC block in one of our dragsters, and we got to make it fit a Liberty. And, and the hardest part of what I'm saying for us was make it make a Liberty fit in it. Okay. You know, that is a big transmission. And our cars, I mean, we build dragsters. They're mainly set up to run power glides. Right. Power glide sure. shorties, you know. So we had to re-engineer the whole back half of the car, um, keeping all the geometry in mind. Uh, and it, it very much was a challenge, you know, and it, and it was it was a good challenge, you know. 
And I'll tell you another thing, you know, Alan's known for running his uh, hardtail dragster, twin turbo hardtail AMC powered dragster that we built for, for him in 2011. And uh, that car, you know, he, he's always been against, you know, going, when you're going in the threes, you shouldn't be suspended. That's all he had that okay. mindset. You can't 60 foot a suspended car. You just can't do it. So, actually, when I borrowed, we borrowed Phil's car. Alan was helping us out with that. You know, our twin well, turbo deal. Twin turbo. Yep. And and my dad was like, I just know I can get this thing to a 970, 60 foot. And Alan looked at us like we were crazy, you know. And I looked at my dad like he was crazy too. I, I'm in the driver's seat. He's saying, Oh, well, we're gonna do it. My dad was trying to kill me, I think. But anyway, we. At the World Finals, we had a 972 60 foot, and Alan said, my next car is going to be a four-link car. So that's a four-link dragster. Um, I'm happy to say, because I, I'm, I'm a believer in it now, too, myself, you know. A four-link car can 60 foot just like a hardtail car, I'll tell you that. What's the wheelbase on that car? 255. Okay. So did you have to move the cage up a little bit for the to fit the Liberty, or is the cage in the standard spot? So, what, what did you have to do to fabricate? So what we did was our, pretty much in every race tech car, your, your driver's seat and the driver compartment is the same. Okay. So we make sure to make that the same just because it, it kind of breaks the mold when you start changing stuff there. So right in front of your foot box, we extend out to your wheels. And right behind your uh, hoop, that's where we extend out to fit what you need to fit for your engine. So what we did was, it's it's five inches longer than my car, which is a 250 inch. Okay. Uh, it's our 250 inch top, top dragster deal. You can actually find it on our website. And that is my car. But you know as you as you go back right at the motor plate we actually extended right there and that was where things kind of we kind of had to make a few altercations just to keep that that engine angle drive shaft angle uh, and how it's going into the rear end how everything's driving in line and you know true so you know we had to reset up jigs for it and and you know alter a bunch of things you know that we normally do which i mean when it comes to building a custom dragster i like to think that we build we are the best one to trust for it because we've got the skills knowledge expertise i mean 30 years you can customize you can customize something and not ruin your whole program <laughs> and that's what a lot of people struggle with right but anyway uh alan actually he he told us that you know he's he's got this guy jeff melnick that's going do our turbo uh, the turbo intake tube in it i'm i'm immediately like oh lord because i didn't know jeff at the time i'd heard of him but i didn't really know him or see any of his work or anything like that and, and it, <laughs> i was like oh lord i don't know what, what we're gonna get ourselves into because you know you hear you know some fabricators gonna touch you, your that's baby right. that's right you get a little scared <laughs> but i gotta be honest i saw that those that turbo piping came back and it was all titanium, all and he had some anodized logos on it and just crazy stuff and it was gorgeous. And I gotta let Jeff tell you about that. <laughs> Thank you. Well listen, I'm I'm just gonna tell people listening at home. Jeff Melnick, exotic fab fabrication, he's a wizard. He's 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 got wizardry stuff coming out of his hands because what he does is amazing. But Jeff uh, very true. You had an incredible challenge to hang four turbos off there. How how'd you do that? 
Uh, well, you know, the car came to me, it was just a bare chassis once uh, it came from the guys at Racetech. And just mounting the turbos, you really got to think of a lot of things because they have to be high enough so that the oil drains back to the pan, uh, but you don't want them so high that they're encumbering basically getting the valve covers off and the center of gravity is too high on the car. So they got to be just the right height. Uh, you have to have the front turbo and the back turbo both getting clean air without blocking each other. So, and then we were running two cylinders per turbo, is basically what we were trying to do. And they designed the motor to run that way. So I had to figure out which two cylinders were going to which turbos and the pulses and all that stuff. And um, started mounting the turbos and then, okay, just basically it was like four two-cylinder engines. And then you just got to couple them to one intake. So, started with the headers, and uh, those are stainless. I did billet uh, two-into-one collectors I had custom-made for it. And then out of those, I did titanium on the outlet side just for lightweight savings because Alan's crazy about weight on this thing. Like, he wants it super lightweight, and he's obviously trying to go very fast. And then we did aluminum on the charge tubing, and I had it uh, a piece come off very easy. That way, if you got it, the valve cover off, it's just one V-band clamp and one dual-seal clamp and the valve cover can come off and nothing's in your way. So there's a lot of thought that went on uh, where the blow-off valves are going and I, I asked Patrick Barnhill, who was one of the brains of this operation, I said, where are we putting the wastegates? And he kind of laughed and he goes, I didn't send you any wastegates. I said, I know, but when are they coming? And he says, they're not. So why not? He said, well, wastegates only get rid of boost. They don't make any boost. So why do we want those? We're gonna weld them shut anyway. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah. He's like, we're going full boost. We don't care. We're gonna manage it other ways. So it's gonna be, when they get this thing ironed out, it's gonna fly. I know it is. How much did you guys kind of respond during the process? Did you bounce ideas off each other? Sure. I mean, I was calling back and forth to Russ and Kellen uh, because the way the turbos are mounted, we didn't want to just hang them off of the tubing, you know, because it's pretty thin wall tubing. So I made structural mounts that are chromoly that hold the turbos up. And then once I was done, they went ahead and put more bracing on uh, to try to triangulate the mounting of the turbos to, so they don't break. But they had to do that after they mounted the body. So I did half the turbo mounting, and then they finished it off when they got the car back after they powder coated and all that stuff and mounted the body. Definitely a team effort. Yeah, yo, for sure. And, and you really got to think about when you're hanging that much weight on the side of a dragster like that. I mean, you're, you're hanging it off of 058 and 049 tubing. It's very thin wall stuff, and that car is going to experience a lot of tire shake. And when you got tire shake and you got a daggum bowling ball sitting out there, you, you really need to brace it well. You know what I mean? <laughs> So it's it's very much what you really got to take the time, make sure this car is going to survive some intense tire shake. Yeah. Also, <laughs> you know? being being conscious of weight. That's right. You know, right. Yeah. Strong but light. Strong but light. What did it end up weighing? Like, did we put it on the scale yet? No, if we put it on the scale yet, I really don't think we have. Um, I would I would imagine I'm just spitballing here. I'd say 1975, 2000 pounds with drop. Okay. He's, trying to, he's trying for the number one spot. That's what he's, trying to oh. he's trying to go number one. Oh, no, he's trying, hobby, to, right? he's trying to shake your house back home <laughs> when he leaves the start line. That's what he's trying to do. Yeah, this is, where is he racing? Is this NHRA or PDRA? PDRA. So he's planning on debuting it at PDRA. Um, 
I'm, I'm almost positive it's going to be at the first Galat race. Uh, so I would highly, highly recommend watching that and seeing that thing in action. Obviously, it's still a long ways from, you know, getting tuned to be competitive and, and you know, make good, clean passes. We're still trying to get good, clean passes. So we're still at ground one as far as running the car. Um, we ran into some issues testing, hurting the engine. Uh, you know, it, I mean, it's an AMC block of four turbos on You know, what more do you want? It just can't. You just ain't going to hop in it and go A to B and be at You know what I mean? It's going to take some time. So, you know, I, I definitely would, uh, everybody keeping up with this project, just be patient with it. It will come and it will set the world on fire when it gets figured out. What is the AMC connection? He's just the AMC guy? That is an AMC man. Oh, he's basically the only AMC guy in the United States. Alan, <laughs> like what you're looking at is like the the result of probably 40 years of Alan and his dad starting with AMC in the 1960s. And basically designing, refining, R&Ding, burning up, blow them up, rebuild, change for 30, 40 years. And that's why I like this uh, 632 car I'm driving for Alan it also has a small block AMC in it. And okay. It's a nitrous car, right? Okay. I know it's a top director, top sportsman show, but no, 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 no. no we know. want to talk about that too. Yeah, we yeah. want to get into it, it, It's a heads up class, but um, that's an AMC small block in that car, but it's on nitrous. Okay. So these AMC motors run well for what they are, and and Allen and Barry Allen Racing Engines and these guys have spent so much time R and Ding, figuring and working on these things that I'm super lucky to be the guy who gets to come in towards the end of it and sit in the driver's seat and enjoy the fruits of their labor, basically, you know. Right, yeah. so. but, the, but the heads up stuff is a little bit different for you. How, yeah. how, how did it go so far? Well, we took the car, we tried to go testing, uh, and there was a hurricane that came through, canceled a race, we didn't get to go testing. We went to Virginia, the last PDRA event. Um, the plan was to we get four test passes on Thursday, those got rained out so basically the first time I sat in the car was Q1 and it's like Liberty 5 speed all this stuff in the car I don't know what the heck I'm doing I don't even know how to start it yet and it's like okay you just go qualify at the world finals no big deal so <clears throat> we go up there and uh, I make the first run and I lifted about I don't know 400 foot in the run and I, I came back I said something's wrong with this thing what do you mean I'm like it's like bouncing down the track like I'm hitting the jumps or something this is the smoothest track on the planet what is going on? So we started looking at the suspension, the shocks. It, it didn't have correct shocks and springs on it, really, for what we thought it had. Um, so nobody's fault there. Just it wasn't set up properly. So we did some suspension changing with Russ and Kellen and everybody, and we got it much better. And uh, we were able to start chipping away at it and making decent runs. And we went 25, 23, 21, 20, and we went to 418. Uh, we got to beat uh, really good competitors like Lexi Tanner. We beat her first round, and we beat Amber Franklin, the 2022 world champion. Be in the teens, right? To, to yeah. Be competitive in that I, I mean, the fastest class, right? the fastest car that weekend uh, I think went a 413. 
Okay. So we want a 418. So, so we're, we're 500 soft pace, but I think with some more chassis tuning, some more engine tuning, some more testing, I think next year we're going to be a player to be towards the top of the field with them and with the small blocks. So your plan for 2023 is to run the 632 and then some top sportsman stuff still? Or um, have well, we lost you, Jeff? No, no, I, I haven't went full rogue yet. Um, <laughs> I uh, We ran both cars at Virginia, my car and Ren Allen's car, and we wanted to see how it would go. You know, is this feasible to do two cars? Is it too much? And Allen brings Barry Allen with him, who builds his engines, so he maintains the engine stuff. He brings a guy named Travis Pope, who's a crew guy, who's fantastic. I literally didn't have to do anything to that car all weekend. I didn't put fuel in it. I didn't pack the parachutes. I didn't warm the car up. Like they took care of everything. Yeah, they took care of everything. I was asking us, you guys need me help anything? No, we're good, we got it. So it's like, all right, well I'll just go back to working on my car. So me and my dad, we got our car down pretty well now, you know. So it really wasn't I didn't think I was that stressed, I wasn't that confused on which car I was in, like it wasn't a big deal. Uh, it actually makes you concentrate more on which car you're in. Like, okay, let me think about this. Okay, I'm in my car, it's a power glide, I have a delay box, I don't have any nitrous to purge, like, what's my dial in, you know, that type of thing. Driving the strike. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you're gonna try to run both this year? Yeah, well, we won the two rounds, and then we made it down to the semifinals, and then they, they, we decided to do a practice tree race, right? To decide who would get the trophy to take home. So I rounded up the other drivers, we go up to the tower, we do a practice tree race. I'm fortunate enough to come out of there holding the trophy, right? Oh, he's being way too modest. Well, I'm just telling you, all that bragging racing, my man's good from one go. <laughs> it definitely helps. The top sportsman stuff, I mean, I live on a practice tree for 15 years, you know, so when we had a practice tree race, I was kind of like, okay, I should have a good shot at this. So um, I get the trophy, I go back to the trailer, and I, I hand it to Alan, and his eyes lit up and said, you know, it isn't the way we want to get the trophy, obviously, winning half the races and then winning the rest of them in the practice street, but it was just like a spark to our program, you know, like, it felt good. And I even told him, joking, I said, hey, Alan, just so you know, I'm undefeated in 632. <laughs> well, that's what he said. He goes, well, would you want to drive it next year? It's like, I could just say no. It's such a great program, such great people. Barry Allen, this guy, he's like a genius with motors. I mean, just being around these guys, they've got so much experience that I'm just like a sponge, and I'm so thankful to just be part of it. Like, it's just awesome. Like, it's such great people, uh, down to earth as it gets. I mean, really great guys. So, yeah, I mean, I was thrilled when he asked me to drive it. I'm going to drive my car, too. Because I thought, well, if I'm going to bring my motor home to the track, I might as well throw the trailer behind it. So why not? You know, I'm already driving the thing there. So, um, yeah, my car's a done deal. It doesn't need anything, really, for next season. I'm going to build some new headers on it. Other than that, it's ready to go. So, you know anybody that can build you headers? Or? I got a guy. Okay. I got a guy. Yeah. Well, Jeff, I'm fired up for you. Well, thank you. Um, please do not forget us when you go full yeah. on heads up world. And, yeah. You know, I mean, the world of uh, having the car completely maintained for you, just step into it. But It is weird. Uh, keep us posted on your progress for sure. I appreciate it. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. And, Kellen, I know you. What I like about you more than anything else is that you are not shy about telling everybody who will listen about what your goal is, right? Oh, what is your goal for this year? Another world championship. Easy peasy. 
Lemon squeezy, that's what we're doing. <laughs> yep. We're going for it. So, so this is the second time y'all heard it here, Kellen Farmer. Yeah, is I'm shooting the, for the number one spot. Yeah, no, anybody from PDRA, you might as well just bring the trophy over here now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for it. <laughs> and and you, you had some ups and downs this last year, but you feel like you're, you're ready to go start the year now? Uh, we still need to do a little bit of testing. Okay. Uh, we've made some changes. Uh, we put a new converter in it. We put an FTI those bolt together FTI yep. billet converters, which that thing came out of the box, and let me just tell you, that is a nice piece. I mean, really, really nice. And so I'm really excited to run that. Um, I think that's gonna, that converter's gonna be a little bit tighter uh, down low, so it might upset our, our numbers down low a little bit. So we really need to get, we plan on heading south. We're actually gonna take the 632 car uh, south as well, and as well as Quadzilla out there. And I think we're just going to have us a, a wonderful test fest <laughs> and, uh, somewhere in uh, probably Bradenton, Florida, maybe some sometime in January, February. We're looking at that. Really iron these cars out. Really get ready because I mean, you know, we're looking at we're looking at you know, <coughs> top dragster championship. We're looking at a 632 championship with Allen, and we're looking at figuring out this quad turbo deal. And, and figuring out what's going to make it run and be competitive. So we've got a big, big year coming up for, you know, Team Race Tech and, yes. and Alan O'Brien and, and uh, Greenbrier ex excavating. So, you know. so Jeff is going to win two championships next year, which is That's the goal, 632 yeah. on top five. Well, I finished in the top five two years in a row. I was fifth, then fourth. I was one point out of third this year. So I feel like if the stars align, uh, we had some missed opportunities this year in Top Sportsman. I had two 001 red lights this year that cost us some, you know, points and some other things that went on, but um, broken parts and stuff. When we get this guy ironed out, I think we're a player in my car, and I know that this 632 car is going to be uh, be doing well. So I think awesome. we can give him a fit. You know? I heard it here first. Uh, we got the, basically top drags, the top sportsman, 632 championship. Champion sitting right here live at PR. That'd be awesome, man. That would be awesome. That is definitely the goal for the end of the season. I highly recommend everyone to follow our racing program and support us any way you can. And also uh, make sure to get on Race Tech Race, race Cars website. Uh, check out our new dragster deals as well as our parts store. And, uh, you know, keep up with us on Facebook and give us all the support you can. We, all, we always appreciate it. Guys, thanks so much for coming on. And uh, great to see you again. I'll, I'll catch up with you later. Good to see you, Rex. Thank you. you. Always happy to come on. Yeah, love yep. it. Thanks, thanks guys. Thank great. Welcome back to the Fast Brackets Podcast. Uh, you heard some great information right there from Jeff and Kellen. We have two more great guests, which I'm really excited to have on with us here. First of all, Miles Kuhlmeister. We're here at the Ultimate Awning Display, which is unbelievable. Miles, you've been a great supporter of the show. You make some impressive products. How's the PRI show going for you? PRI show this year has been great for us. Uh, yesterday was a real busy day for us. Today has been real busy. A lot of people are getting to see firsthand. They see the videos that we post out there and yes. they think it's not real. So come on down to our booth, 4024 Yellow Hall. You can put it together yourself. Because really the whole thing is once people realize that it's really quick and solid to do, like how much time you save actually doing your 
you know, people tell us they can set up their 12 by 30 awning in 10 minutes. And it used to take them a half an hour, 45 minutes sometimes. So quite a bit of time on during the setup and the takedown. You don't have all the pins that you lose leaving them on the ground and the cables to pull. So it's a, a very unique uh, order of magnitude improvement when it comes to connection technology, setting up awnings. We applied for multiple patents. This last summer we actually received the first couple of patents on our connection technology and we're waiting for some more to come through. So Fantastic. Well, if anybody has walked with me anywhere or prepared to go, they know I'm all about saving a few minutes. And so from that standpoint, I'm all about it. Uh, JP can attest, producer Chris can attest, I'm, I'm about to, about getting to where I want to go, and I certainly don't want to spend more time than it takes to set up the awning. And you guys have seemingly perfected the process. And with the, even the patents coming through, right? You yes. said that legally now you can say that. They've been patent pending for a couple of years, and the patents, the first ones, like I said, have come through, and we're still waiting on some additional ones, as well as working on some new stuff that we're not ready to talk about yet this year, but we'll have it for next year. I love it. I love it. And you brought with us uh, kind of your celebrity endorser, I would say. Is that yeah, right, Miles? We have Victoria Beaner. She's a junior drag racer. She's been doing a fantastic job, wins lots of races. Uh, her father used to use uh, our awning on okay. his trailer that he had when he ran a pro mod car. He sold that trailer, they bought a new one, didn't have our awning on there. So we've been working with them on putting together a retro kit to improve their setup time at the track because they went from 10 15 minutes or so to a lot longer time and yeah. they weren't happy. So we're working on some stuff there too. But, For sure. Uh, Victoria's a great junior great. Victoria, welcome to the show. Um, yep. So give our listeners a little bit of background on you. How old are you? What class do you run? Tell us a little bit about you. So I'm 11 years old. I run the 890 or known as the Intermediate Junior Dragster class. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, so how I started racing Junior Dragsters, my dad, he took on these two cars as a, as a trade because we own a business and he took them on as a trade. Uh, he he used to be in you know sprint car racing here in Indiana actually Indianapolis so you know I thought it would be pretty cool to race and he asked me he goes do you want these cars to race and at this time he had to be seven to race so my birthday was a few weeks away so as soon as my birthday came we took the car out and I absolutely fell in love. I love it. So you've been racing for the last four years. Correct. What you're saying okay, gotcha and. Um, Tell us a little bit about your car. Then. What's the paint scheme and, and things like that? What do you, what do you, what have you done? Yes. So my paint scheme is a little bit different. Uh, it's very, very unique actually. Okay. We go. We went with the rustic kind of look. So it looks like a rustic car. You know, we we have a power coating business. So we power coated some metal parts on it, like my wings, uh, to have actually like that rustic kind of feel. The texture. Okay. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So we went with a very, very unique. You know, we have a very good setup. Our smart car is even wrapped the same way. We we go all out. I absolutely love it. Even our golf cart is wrapped. Brilliant. Brilliant. So where do you where do you mainly race? You do NHRA and. So last year we did some NHRA. This year uh, we raced some local tracks, but this year we're really going to go more towards that PDRA Midwest Series around there. Travel some more. 
We're all about traveling. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, tell us about your friend. Your dad obviously raced. Yes. Said that. And so is it, uh, who all goes with you when you're traveling? Who's, who's the whole crew? Uh, really, you know, my dad's my crew chief, obviously. And my, my mom goes with us and, of course, me. And that's basically it, okay. you know. Basically just my dad and my mom. Gotcha. And have you been to PRI before, or is this your first year? This is my first time here. Give us your opinion. Like, what? tell us. It's amazing, you know. <laughs> this is It is. It is my first time here. I'm really enjoying it. It's actually pretty cool to be all around racing things. Have you found anything you can't live without just yet? Not yet. I haven't really traveled around yet. I haven't really walked around the whole show. Probably today and tomorrow I'll do some more of that. You, um, I think Mal said your dad used to race Pro Mod. Uh, no. So he has a Pro Mod that he wants to start racing. Uh, he's just getting it ready to go. Do you, yes. do you have Pro Mod aspirations after your junior career? Or oh, yeah. Play? Uh, yes, definitely. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to convince him to keep it and start racing it so I can, when I'm 15, I can start testing it, whether it's slow or not. Uh, but yes, I'm thinking about going Pro Mod, and as I work my way up, eventually Pro Stock, like Erica Enders or Fernando Quadra, around there. Okay. Those are some of the some of the races you kind of look up to. Yeah, Fernando Cadra and Erica Enders, they're some of my biggest they're some of my biggest role models awesome. in drag racing. Awesome. We're fired up to have you on the show today. Thank you for stopping by. Yeah, of course. And, um, please, uh, we've we've had some great junior dragster guests. I mean, we have we've had some great junior guests. But right up there, right up there. We are big, big fans now, and so please come back and oh, yeah. keep us posted how your season goes. Oh, yeah. You know, we have one more race for this year. It is actually the King of the Coast, Christmas on the Coast okay. in Mississippi. That's our, we only have one race left, so, and then, yeah. And then we start for 2023. Oh, yeah. I like it. Good luck to you. Uh, everybody, breaking news, heard it here first. Future Junior Jackson and Pro Mod Champion Victoria Beaner. Future Pro Stock Champion. We continue to break news we, here, we, JP. We're we on the edge. We're always on the edge. Last oh, yeah. practice podcast, you hear everything here first. All right. Love it. Thank you guys yeah, thank for you. stopping by. Have a great show. Miles, thanks again for building a great product and also letting us uh, do our podcast here at your booth. Thank you for having us. Yeah, you know what? We're so excited about Winlight Vets uh, and what it's going to be able to do, the fan interaction program that we're going to be able to do for drag race fans. We cannot be more excited. Thank you for awesome. mentioning that. And, uh, Obviously, you know, we'll talk more about that later. But, uh, yeah, we, we did have a big announcement yesterday, and we'll continue to roll out. Fantastic. We're big supporters. So, yeah. Rex, thank yes. you, JP. Thank, thank you, guys. Yes, thank you, JP. Thank, thank you, Rex. And, you know, the hits just keep on coming, guys. We had, we, we've got great guests. We keep having more. The, the proprietor, the owner, the man, Gary Donfrey, here is... Stepping to the mic right now. Great to see you again, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Life's good. Right. It is, life is good. It can only be better if I was Rex Sermaker. Well, <laughs> uh, there would be a few people that might uh, have different words on that, but uh, I appreciate it, uh, Gary Don. Um, it is really uh, a great to see you again. Um, obviously, we don't see each other enough. Like, no. We only see each other at PRI. I want to change that moving forward. 
But uh, we live and, a little bit of farther apart. I know. Than, it's just, I know. We, we've had this. But we need to see each other more. Yeah, it's always great sure. being on the show. Always enjoy. I think I've been on this show more than any. Maybe not as much as my own, but yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I always enjoy talking with you, and uh, you just love what you're doing for the fast brackets and stuff. So. Well, you've had the drag champ show for a while, and then you. We are back in action. So we have the Drag Champ Show. It's a little different now. It's part of our membership program. So when you become a member of Drag Champ Pro, which is what we call our membership program, you get access to those uh, Facebook recordings now. So instead of posting them to you know uh, the Apple iPods or, or okay. our podcast stuff, we now have it in a, in a Facebook group, and we record those live. So all of the members can interact live as we record the shows, talk to the guests through questions. Producer and we, Chris, are you listening to this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> He'll listen when, we, when he edits it, right? He'll edit that out. So, so we do them. We don't do them weekly anymore. That's uh, so much work. So yeah. much work. You know, it's oh, it's a lot. So uh, just scheduling good guests and people that are going to be entertaining or, or have a story to tell. Right. So we do it about every, I'm going to say six weeks now, okay. um, sometimes every couple months, and do those live, and that's uh, gone well. We've had uh, Johnny Ezel was on just last Monday night. Does he have um, any stories to tell? He's had a lot of stories <laughs> to tell. Really, really good podcast. Uh, really weird timing, uh, perfect timing, actually, was uh, Doug Foley Jr. right after, a few days after uh, Sean Sarah passed this summer. It, I, I'm getting emotional thinking about it. It was we, the best podcast I've ever listened to, and it wasn't because of it, our show. Just Doug and, and those guys, um, the connection they had with Sean, uh, the timing of it, it was very, uh, just really well done. And we're going to release those. Uh, we've uh, had Anthony Bertazzi on. Uh, nobody's had him on a podcast. We got him on. Mike Fuqua. I tried. I tried. Um, Champ McCroy. So we've had a lot of the big bracket racers on and NHRA guys. And so uh, we are going to release them on a tape delayed basis, as I call it. So for Totsi, we recorded earlier this year. We'll post that in the next few weeks. We'll post them to our regular Drag Champ show that everybody can access. But it's going to be, if you want to get it instant, you want to be involved and, and, and timely, you become a member. And if you want to just hear it, it's going to we're going to start posting those episodes randomly. Who's up? Uh on the show, you still got the same cast? Same cast, yeah. We wouldn't do the show without Ryan Gleghorn and Jake Hodge. They're the show. I'm just what, like kind of the, the one like keeping it going. Those guys? It's tough. <laughs> they're, they're way cooler than me. Um, they're way more connected. They have better stories. Like if it was just me, um, nobody would want to listen to that, I don't think. But uh, And I've had to do a couple of those shows by myself, and I don't think they were the best shows. But I've seen some interesting videos floating around Facebook of Ryan. Yeah, Ryan is very interesting. He's asleep part of the episode, and then something will hit, and I say asleep, he's just quiet, and then it'll be this explicit language blow up, and he'll just go into a, yeah, a rant, I, I and, and of course, then the lights start popping up, and everybody's excited because Ryan got, well, he was woke up and going, and, but uh, Jake's really the one that kind of leads us, and then we all play off of that, and we developed a we call it a relationship and we it, it really flows with three people it's tough but we found our spots and we we talk over each other a little bit but we've learned okay Gary wants to say something I can see on the video Jake's really got something teed up or you know and like I said Ryan just when he gets on something he's so funny it's so entertaining so the dynamic really works well and it's it, it's just uh, it's really it's just a uh, bench racing it's just a couple of a few guys sitting around bench racing which is what we wanted that podcast to be and uh, we, we enjoy it. But. And since the last time you've been on the show, you've introduced Drag Champ Pro. Correct. So give us a little bit of overview on that. Yeah, we wanted to sign, We wanted a couple of things. One, we wanted a way for people to connect with us, and, and we wanted to uh, you know kind of recognize our top fans. So people can buy a membership to Drag Champ Pro. 
And in doing so, they get access to the podcast. They get a member's T-shirt that only the members can get. Um, and then they get into a lot of giveaways. So we have a lot of companies that may not want to spend hundreds or thousands of dollars advertising and doing digital ads, but they want to connect with us and with our audience. So those companies can come in and offer us a free product giveaway. They can offer us a $50 gift card. We take those things. We give them advertising in exchange, so it's easy for them to do. And then we give those products away to our members. So race entries, so a lot of the big bunny bracket racing scene, you can get free weekend entries to some of the biggest races in the country. And we give those away to our members on a month-to-month basis. We'll do usually two giveaways a, a month. We do them live on our Facebook page for our uh, members only get or our members. And that private group, they get giveaways. We talk about those companies. And obviously, we push those companies out throughout the year. And it, it's really a nice way for us to make relationship with more companies, them to get some value from advertising without it costing them a ton of money. And then our members to get, I mean, we've got guys that have won three, four hundred, five hundred dollar entries and they paid $120 for a membership and they've already won, you know, three times that in one year. Or some people, you know, we've given uh, random stuff. Like I ordered a bunch of uh, Dry Champ Pro logo tumblers, drink tumblers, so they can drink something that the race is cold. Yep. They got a, they got something that's you know and those were we sent out randomly so people just started getting stuff in the mail from us and, and we're just uh, Jessica Spears is uh, my partner on that I guess partner in crime on that and she together we're working to really continue to grow this membership and make it really rewarding for the people that are part of it and uh, it's it's worked out really well and we've got more and more companies coming on people are now kind of going this is a great deal I don't have to pay you up front and, you know, I've got a way to get things out, and, and the members just, you know, they're begging us to renew. They're like, hey, I think I'm due. It's a time. And I'm like, not quite. But So that's, uh, I think we're doing stuff right. We have most, uh, almost 90 plus percent of our advertisers from last year have signed back up. And some of them were just, the last few 10% were just finalizing details and stuff like that. So we're really, the members are wanting to renew. The sponsors are wanting to renew, and life's good, and we're enjoying it. So, you've obviously uh, done a great job with that, and then, and then you you got on the track quite a bit this this summer. And I did. Uh, so, how did it go this year, and what are your plans for next year? Well, <laughs> we were doing pretty well earlier this year. I would say my son and his junior took up most of my time and focus. So, my on-track performance was mediocre, not quite where I wanted, but really making sure he had what he needed in his car and running his junior was the primary focus. He had a great season. And about, I think at the Dream Team race in May, I blew up my engine and he decided to quit juniors all at the same time. <laughs> so he turned 16 the day after that, that race. And so, so the goal was for him to take over my car. So you're out of a ride now? I'm out of a ride. <laughs> he, uh, we ended up buying a new motor and uh, got that in in July and he made his license runs and now I'm Homeless. <laughs> I'm push on the hot seat a little bit. So, out of you, Ryan and Jake, who, who's the best racer? He is by far better than me already. No, not the, not oh. the son. Out of you, Ryan and Jake. Oh. Who is the best racer? Oh, I'm better than all of them. So, <laughs> actually, I think Jake has uh, proven to probably between the three has the better better track record. Although Ryan had a really good track record. It's been a while since he's raced. Don't don't do. I think Ryan, I would say Jake is the best one right now. That. Gary said he will load Joe up anytime, anywhere. Well, I have so loaded Jake up. 
<laughs> and uh, I'll just say that the one time we ran. So okay. heads up, I think I've got the the, the leadership there. Well, I love both those dudes. So, yeah, I mean, like, it's all hilarious. fun, obviously. But, oh yeah, uh, but it is kind of fun head to head. Yeah. Right? Oh, it is. It, it was a lot of fun when he took a train length to uh, to go under. And <laughs> the best thing is, is I followed me through to go dead dead two or something. And he's like, "You followed me through." And I'm like, yeah. Well, I know I was going dead on. You don't have to lift if you're going dead on. That's right. Exactly. You just don't have to lift. So it was it's a weird. But my son Austin's doing great, uh, and, and just really taking over my car, and I'm having a blast just helping him. He's learning fast. He's already better than I ever was. So, uh, and I'm saying it to brag on him. Just he's just more natural at it. I had to work out a lot more. You gotta get so borrow another car or something. You gotta crack him at least once. Yeah. Well, we will. That'll that'll come. Uh, right now, I just want to get him seat time, and then also just from a you know, product sponsorship and things like that. We've got new companies coming on board for next year. We just brought on. Um, uh, Alliance Racewear, got his new custom driving suits from them. Uh, Innovative Glass is coming on board for next year. We're about to, next couple of weeks, we're going to pick up our new wing and hood scoop for them. Um, so, obviously, Larry's Motorsports Insurance has been with us forever and, uh, you know, primary sponsor there. So, that's growing and, and people love what Austin's doing. He's, he's making rounds and they like that. And get, So, we just have fun racing. We bought a motorhome this year. So, we're going to go race some more bigger races next year and have some awesome. fun. Try to travel the country a little bit more, just not race as much, and maybe make some bigger races. Yeah. You come to Vegas with us in the spring. See, we need to meet at a race. That's what we need. Working on that, and you and I will probably have that conversation later this evening. Okay. Um, there's an establishment that I usually catch up to, and so that we'll do. We'll have that conversation <laughs> this evening. But yes, yes, Vegas is on the agenda. That's good. That's good. I like that. Uh, so thank you uh, so much for for stopping by, uh, and uh, appreciate it. And you and I will talk here. Uh, Looking forward later. to it. Thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure, Rex. Thank you, sir. Hey, you too. That was the great Gary Don Free from the Drag Champ show dragchamp.com and dragchamp pro <laughs> and as we always do in this event we, we get um, people that are walking by and people that like we just we just want to talk to real quick and one of the guys that has helped the show here uh, happen today and is right across from Miles Coolmeister uh, and Ultimate Awning is Ramey Warmer with with UMI. Ramey, how are you today? Doing great. How are you guys doing? How are you? We're excellent. And we always talk about top sportsmen, top drags to racing, but PRI is all about a lot of different motorsports. Talk to us about uh, UMI and what it is that you guys specialize in. Uh, we actually do have some drag racing products, so we can be right up your alley. So UMI is a muscle car suspension manufacturer uh, based in central Pennsylvania. All USA materials, all built in-house. Um, we do some drag week stuff. We do um, basically like third, fourth gen Camaro. So the fourth gen Camaro is a pretty popular platform for us. Uh, we have the short torque arm. We have some lightweight front end components. Our K member is very popular to knock 30 pounds off the front end. So we can get you know the weight distribution a little better, get it launching good, you know pretty pretty nice 60 foot times, and uh, so basically we you know we build any of the suspension components, A arms, trailing arms, sway bars, spring shocks, all, all the stuff to hook it up and make it go down the track. That's great. Yeah. Um, and I actually had a conversation with, uh, and this is the great thing about PRI. You come here and you, you just meet people. 
people that maybe like hadn't talked with or planned on talking, but I think we were talking about I've got a first gen Firebird, yep. and we were talking about how that whole front end needs to go away and uh, something a little uh, yeah. more responsive, more lightweight. And I'm assuming you guys do stuff for first gen as well. We actually start at second gen, okay. unfortunately. Yeah, so first gen's on the drawing board. Um, one interesting thing I do do have a good drag week story. I don't. We hang out here. Good drag week story. Um, our tuner is Dominate Tuning in Pittsburgh. You know Dominate. Okay. Uh, Jake Bauer. So he has a '66 Chevelle. Um, we really didn't intend to build a drag package, but we got to talking to him and we're like, I'll bet a high caster front end would work work good right and then we have the um, double shear mounts for the shocks so you cut the, the upper spring mount out put the double shear shock in it so AFCO valved them some drag valve shocks we put the nine degree caster front end on it and he ran drag week with it and he said not that I want to but I could take my hands off the steering wheel on the big end and it would be nice and stable and like it's the best the car it's ever felt. So that's how we ended up with the Chevelle drag package at Drag Week. That is awesome. I'm so happy. My, my dad is sitting over there. Luckily, he's having another conversation because he would have that front end on his 66 Chevelle right now. He'd be all about that, and I'm so glad he didn't hear that and he can keep it a cruiser with my mom. There you go. Yeah. I'm going to tell him after the show. No, you're not going to tell him about the show. <laughs> you got one here? Project. I'll give him a card and a parts list. If you got one here, he will get it today and the rest will have to carry it to the truck. Randy, you're on our good side right now. Do not get on our bad side. I will, I will not go directly over and mention that to him. <laughs> so is your main market like the drag and drive type deal? Or? Um... I'm going to say 30% of our sales is drag. Um, the other 30% is autocross and road race. Gotcha. So basically we can make a Chevelle or a Camaro, uh, Mustang. We can make it turn and stop and handle really good. And then the other 40% is cruiser. So um, we have a 65 Cutlass that's been coast to coast twice. Uh, leave Pennsylvania and it can go all the way to Texas, California, Washington State. You know. Um, basically, it's built, we call it our power tour car. So it just has a baseline, good geometry suspension in it, and uh, nice and comfortable, has air conditioning. And, uh, so maybe maybe I'll sell them one of them, too. Well, listen, I, I do like the power tour stuff. I think that's a, yeah. it's, it's kind of on my bucket list. I know some people want to go to, you know, hike the Himalayas or whatever. I just want to go on the power tour. I want to drag week one time, and, you know, I want to do some things with my race car. But, yeah. um, do you, yeah, got, cool you guys know Hyde, the uh, Midwest Drags? He has like a stage name. You know, there's like Stang, and you don't know his first name. So Hyde is the, the guy for Midwest Drags. Um, he got together with Summit Racing, a catalog company, and started Autocross Week. So instead of a drag and drive, it's an autocross and drive. Oh, And uh, it's kind of East Coast based right now. Um, but it has four tracks, and one of the tracks is our our track. We own a. Do you know about that yet? No. Oh, uh, we own a we own an oval track called UMI Motorsports Park, but we don't use it for oval. We use it as a roval for autocross and to prove our products. So if we design a arms or a new shock valving or something like that, 
we can take it there and run it and yeah. not not get arrested type of thing. Right. Um, and so we use that as a proving grounds, but also a place to host events. So Summit Autocross Week is starting in Ohio in 2023. It races two places in Ohio, then it goes to Pit Race, Pittsburgh International, and then to Art Track, and then back to home base in Ohio. So it's pretty neat because you have to, same as Drag Week, you're allowed a little trailer, but you're not allowed any support vehicle. I mean, if, if you want to win the competition, you're not allowed to trailer it, you're not allowed to support vehicle. Um, and they monitor that, you know, from checkpoint yeah. to checkpoint. That's super cool stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I would love to do that. I, I would need a separate trailer just full of ibuprofen, yeah. right, to get me through the week. Like, it would be yeah. so rough on my body, but, but I do love that. Yeah, pretty. It's, it's it was awesome. uh, very well received. Um, when we heard when we heard Hyde was going to do this, we're like, I don't really know how many people you And it filled up. It's like, this is nuts. And, I mean, people used it as their week's vacation, just like Drag Week. Yeah, you know, you're an enthusiast in that that thing. So, yeah. Well, hey, Ramey, I appreciate you stepping on and yeah. coming and talking to us a little bit about your product. Have you guys had a good show? We have, yeah. Yeah, we got a couple uh, couple dealers we've met that we wanted to meet, and uh, maybe we'll sign them up when we get back. And uh, we're still race fans too, so we love walking around, seeing yeah. you know, seeing you guys, seeing this kind of stuff. That's great. Good stuff. Ramey, thanks for coming Pleasure to meet you guys, yeah. Podcast yeah, and, uh, yeah thank you very much. Yeah. Have a great show. <laughs> yep. Thank you. That was a great show, Rex. Uh, for my first PR experience, I'm having a ball. It was nice to meet uh, Ramey from UMI Performance. Um, kind of a different twist on things and different yeah. perspectives. A little bit different, right? A little yeah. bit different, but but I like that. And man, if you're a motorhead, you're a motorhead, and so that means you are you're a drag racer. You're you're a motorhead in general. It's the perfect place to be. And man, I'm, I just love it. I just love it. But uh, guys, girls, I think that's going to wrap up our show for today. I think we're going to bring this thing across the stripe um, at our uh, 2022 PRI show. Um, JP, it's been fantastic. Has it not? JP, there it is. There it is. That is the universal signal that we have crossed the finish line. And um, we're, we're going to wrap up the show. We're going to wrap up the show. I think it is, I don't know what it is. Producer Chris, is this 107? Is that what this episode number is? I think it is episode episode number 107 at the PRI show we have been live today thank you so much to all our great guests guys girls uh, keep the rubber side down and travel safe episode of the Fast Brackets podcast is brought to you by Winlight Bets. Winlight Bets is the fastest gaming action on earth using the fastest motorsport on earth. Go to the 
Winlight Bets Facebook page, like and follow to be up to date on all the latest information around gaming and your favorite sport, drag racing.